Welcome to a special holiday episode of the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson and Chris Horn. Man, what's up? <laughs> we just watched my best turkey episode. <laughs> 16 of the challenge spies lies and allies as we saw the cast pretend they were carrying a million bucks devin gets sensitive again and emmy win yet again for the fourth time we're going to do killed it or send it home jameson's juicy gravy and a very special thanksgiving segment that's wildly different than mvps and losers but first i'm a little drunk and a lot nosy so what happened to devin chris Wern? man uh Nosy, you are a little drunk. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Devin, you know, I think he left last season, right? I'm thinking there was a lot of things where he talked about he was uh, he kind of like cleared things up with Josh, which we saw they're working together this season a lot. Um, so first of all, he teamed up with Josh uh, and teaming up with Josh. You know, if Josh rubbed off on him at all, he's become a bit more of a baby. We all know that. Uh, you know, I think what happened too is he he kind of started trying to play the game. I think in the past, Devin has come onto the show and seen himself as not having any chance maybe or whatever it was and just kind of made himself a disruptor and would just kind of be an entertainer of sorts. He'd last a while because he's not a threat and he'd probably get a nice paycheck for showing up on episodes and making people laugh, um, you know, and just being annoying to whoever would bite uh to his stupid antics um but he's actually like trying this season which i my gut tells me is going to end in heartbreak for him uh but yeah he's he's put himself into a good position so far but you know even if he makes the final there's no way he's even coming close but uh yeah i don't know he's he's made changes i think he's just approaching the game differently yeah yeah uh first off i'm very thankful for you too um you know <laughs> happy thanksgiving fellas uh thanksgiving episode we didn't see it coming but you know it was still i was very grateful uh for it to be on television look Devin, i don't know man i just feel like he overstepped his boundaries a little bit like he just he you know was cruising along this season he he was being a little less Devin than normal Devin, and i think that was the perfect dose of Devin um you know like he was kind of being a little bit manipulative he was being strategic he was kind of digging his hands in there he's a great talking head before he kind of got a little cranky wanky tonight uh i loved his talking heads they're always really solid they're always very you know i mean they're not necessarily funny all the times but you know he's, he's really on his game and i just felt like tonight he just went too far he just took things too far in terms of trying to do too much trying to like you know you know, make up for his lack of compensation, if you will. Like he can't, you know, he's not athletic. We all know that he always kind of falls short in that regard, but it doesn't mean you have to kind of take things too far. Just keep cruising, bro. You're, you're very smart. He's a very smart dude, but he just kind of, you know, he ran into a wall tonight and um, it wasn't pretty. It, it wasn't a good look for Devin D dog. That's why I'm wondering. Cause it's been this way for a few episodes now. And is it yeah. like, is it better to be the uh, serious, sensitive Sally that gets el eliminated in the final or the lovable class clown that goes home week eight and everybody's happy with your appearance? Like, I, I kind of think that, right? Like, I'm not having a good time watching Devin right now. 
no definitely not it, like and i agree with you danny like it's more entertaining it'll make people want him to come back if he's being the class clown uh like you know i shared the video with you guys earlier today i was watching josh versus everybody compilation courtesy of mtv that was on youtube uh and dude devin's you know his his confrontations with josh are just so good the things he says are so funny they're so ridiculous like and i miss that like he we only got like a little taste of it this season yeah now all of his conflict is joke free there's there's no funny parts or quips about it it's just like him complaining that somebody else is playing the game the way he wishes they weren't right and him not being good enough to do anything about it like he know i think the problem is he knows he's powerless when it comes to like anything physical he knows he's probably up on the chopping block next week i mean he's saying as much right like he's saying oh i don't you know i don't want to have emerald lose next week because he has a feeling he's going to go into elimination i mean like let's be serious like if you're any of those guys there you unless it's like a straight up puzzle kind of thing he's the guy who you're aiming at to to go in against there's no doubt about it so yeah you know, he knows it he knows it's coming he must my and thing about Devin is is like the best part about him is is when he's an asshole it's funny and it's entertaining but when he's just kind of like walking that fine line you know it's not as good so like give us the full asshole if you're gonna go in Devin. that's what you're not the class clown you're not the athletic guy just be the ass you know yeah you're gonna be an asshole go full asshole he's pulling like asshole power moves without having any power to back it up like he can't threaten someone to be like well if you bring me down i'm coming back it's like he knows he's not coming back like do we even know that he's good at puzzles no we don't really i mean he says he's smart i think he is maybe one of the smarter ones compared to some of the people left or whatever. It's but not hard to be the smartest ones on this show. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so Emmy, who has proved herself, she just won her fourth elimination. Where does Emmy's rookie season rank for you so far, Jameson? It's definitely one of the best and, and more than just the, the eliminations. I think there's one thing to, you know, kill it. I remember when uh, Kill a Cam, so you're going to kill us. Uh, when she came on as a rookie, she, I think she had three or four eliminations where she really just, you know, was awesome. And everybody remembered her for it. And she had a lot of attitude and a, lot, a big presence. But there's something about Emmy that her presence and entertainment factor on the show, she's such an X factor, a wild, a wild one. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what she's going to bring, that it adds to the lure of her rookie season. It's not just the eliminations, but it's like everything on top of that. Um, I mean, and then uh, I don't know, guys, did she get rid of her braces uh, in the confessional? I know I talk about the braces a lot, but uh, she had braces in the season, but then in the confessional, no braces. So explain <laughs> that to me. OK, what happened with the braces? When did the braces come off? Did they come off after the show? I'm very confused. But I think either she way, found a Croatian orthodontist <laughs> during their day off. They're really good. The Croatian Orthodontist. They're world renowned. <laughs> Croatian Invisaligns. <laughs> I mean, she's yeah, swimming I mean, in the ice tub. I, but anyways, yeah, I'll move it on to Chris. She's killed it this season and uh, very entertaining. Yeah, I mean, Emmy has been very impressive. Uh, you know, the elimination, I mean, I was curious. I tried to really quickly find um, 
what are the most elimination wins in one season? I couldn't find the stat, but she's got to be up there, right? Like it's probably, if she's not at the top, she's very close or tied with, you know, whatever the record is because four elimination wins is crazy. And granted, you know, they haven't always been against the toughest competition, but some of them were. And, and I feel like the mental kind of fortitude that you need to like go into four eliminations and not be like beaten down um, with like with spirit or any, you know, it's just, uh, it takes a lot. Cause you know, this game's a bit mental and she's shown she's got the strength there to overcome those things. And, you know, I think she's doing great in the daily challenges. I am curious if this game were structured where if she was on her own, uh, kind of a every man for themselves situation, how she would do. Cause I think she really does thrive having someone like CT uh, leading the way for her and just barking the orders at her. She's like a soldier who's just willing to do whatever it takes. Um, but it's working for her and she's doing great. It's paying off. So yeah, she, she may be the best rookie for me. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to look this up, but I think, I think turbo won in his very first season, but turbo definitely didn't win four eliminations. So that's impressive on its own, how it shakes out. We'll see, but I mean, I definitely won't ever forget Emmy if she never reappears on the no. show. That's for sure. <laughs> Very true. I want to know her orthodontist. I mean, I, I went to the dentist recently, and they're like, you need braces, bro. And I was like, can I get the Emmy treatment? Like, how does, <laughs> I want them for seven years. Can I have them for seven years? I feel like she's had them forever. <laughs> ever since middle school? Yeah, she just cruising. It's like a look. Like I was telling you guys, it's like her style. Like, it's like a new... It's, it's comfort for her. She's like, she's like braces are in. Let's do killed it or send it home. Chris Worm. So, uh, you know, tonight during the episode, we saw Devin again, trying to hash things out. Uh, Tori demanding an apology from Devin, uh, for making her feelings hurt or whatever it was. I, I don't exactly remember what her reasoning was, but I feel like it was something along those lines. I know I've, already had the kill to send it home about apologies in the challenge. This is another one about apologies, just with a slightly different twist. Um, and it, it's apologizing for something that you're pretty sure you're not at all for. Now, I'm just going to say I'm married, Danny, you're married, Jameson, you're engaged. How do you approach this? Do you apologize for something you're sure you're not <laughs> at fault for? Killed it? Or do you send it home? <laughs> Danny? <laughs> what are your thoughts? You're really putting me on the spot here. Um, look, <laughs> I think we've all been in arguments that maybe we feel strongly about, but are you, do you feel strongly enough about it to have a, a woman scorn afterwards? <laughs> Probably not. So I think sometimes even if you know you're in the right, which I think Devin might be in this situation. He was probably, he overreacted last week, but I do think that Tori was wrong. So I don't know what he's really apologizing for, except you apologize to just keep the peace, keep it moving. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill it for apologizing. Jameson. So, um, uh, I'm going to say I'm the king of apologizing. Um, I'm really good at it. Uh <laughs> I'm definitely going to kill it, man. I mean, 
the female species. Um, Here we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they're amazing. Let's say that they're amazing. And, and, uh, and I'm done there. I just think that you have to realize, you know, you pick your battles and if you win one out of, you know, 600 battles, that's okay. You know, um, in your lifetime. Um, and I think you just have to accept that. And <laughs> I just think that, you know, killed it all the way. Um, sometimes, you know, you're right, but you just say you're wrong and that's all right. Because when you go to heaven one day, you'll know <laughs> you were right. I'm really... um, I think in the end, you know, the, is the juice worth the squeeze? Do you want to go through the trauma? Do you want to go through it all to know that you were right about some bullshit thing that you're going to forget about in two months? No. So killed it all the way, man. Uh, I just, take I it. just like picturing Jameson in an argument <laughs> Thinking like this will be worth it in heaven. This will be worth it when I'm dead. Just say I'm sorry. <laughs> Jameson on his deathbed, just saying, saying to himself, "I was right about that one time when we argued over the exactly. dinner. I was right when I told her that the bus left at five fifteen. I was right that one time." <laughs> just <laughs> giving his last rites. Oh. I, I I pictured it as on my deathbed. I'm like just rattling off all the things. Yeah, all, all the things. All the times I was right. <laughs> Pull out a giant journal. Boom. Yep. Uh, I'm right there. I'm with keeping you guys. track. For all the reasons you guys said, killed it. It's just not worth it anymore. <laughs> it's one thing that I feel like it's it's one thing that you learn as you get older. It's just not worth it. It's just much better to just move along. And like you said, Jameson, most of the time it's over something stupid, and therefore just not worth the argument. So just sack it up and apologize. Everybody is a lot more, uh, you know, the other thing too, is when you apologize, people are a lot more forgiving towards you too. So just opens a circle of love. It's very true. Circle of love. That's what Thanksgiving is all about. Yeah. That's a great, let's end the episode with that. Can we remind ourselves circle of love? <laughs> I like that. I'm writing that down. Jameson, what do you got? <laughs> oh man. I wrote down a lot of things tonight, but I didn't know really where to go. But then I thought, I saw the end of the episode with them doing this ice bath, okay? They're jumping in, they're jumping out. It's cold. You know their brains aren't working very well. Um, you know, I know Chris is used to jumping in the waters uh, as a surfer. I mean, when you have ripped abs like him, you don't, you don't feel much, you know? You just, like, just live life every day. But then I started to think about um, – I'm really getting a long-winded uh, journey to this. Um, I started thinking about – the, the 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 males and females who have to create these these extractions this is you know, an ice bath and then you know the thing hanging over a river so killed it or sent it home the people who create these sets they like their jobs they like their jobs or uh killed it they like it send it home they hate doing this shit i'm gonna say overall killed it they love their jobs i'm sure that there are times that this is a total pain in the ass, you know, anything that's hovering over the water. I'm sure there's times oh, that yeah. it's too windy to, to do it at the height they wanted it to, or, you know, I'm sure there's all sorts of technical mumbo jumbo that I don't understand as a guy that's not handy at all. But I would like to think that if you're in that line of work, the challenge is probably a pretty fun show to work on production wise and all the ins and outs of the challenges. So I'm going to say killed it. 
Um, you know, I want to believe in that, Danny, but I'm going to send it home. You know why? <laughs> Here's why. Look at, I don't doubt that making the challenges that these people compete in is fun. However, as we know, we, we all work in a creative industry and there's a whole lot of things that die before you get to the things that maybe just aren't what you wanted them to be. Or when you show up, like you said, they end up just being a bit disappointing, like the rope that was supposed to be on fire a few weeks ago that just instantly went out. Um, you know, who knows what the process is for this, like for who's coming up with this stuff. You know, they probably have a million other jobs that are part of their, you know, responsibilities that just completely suck. Um, and that's making an assumption. But you know what? Just knowing how the creative process goes and just how many levels you probably have to get through. I imagine TJ's someone near the top saying yes and no. And you're probably like, TJ, but you don't see it, man. You don't see the brilliance of this fucking <laughs> elimination hitting these two people against each other. You know, and he's just said, nah, not, not, my, uh, not my arena or whatever the fuck he calls the elimination floor every season. So I'm going to send it home. I like um, the idea of them having multiple jobs. Like the guy that is lighting the rope on fire is also setting out like their baked ziti at night for, for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I believe it, man. I believe they do it all, dude. That guy just lights all the fires around the house. So any of the like tiki torches <laughs> around the pool. He's the fire guy. When, when anybody wants to grill anything, he comes running in. He's got a little, his little torch. <laughs> He's just doing all the all the fire all the pyrotechnics. It's all him. Anything with fire, Jameson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm with you guys. I I'm totally. I I will. I'm with you in in some sense, but I'm going with Chris on this one. I I'm definitely sending it home. I feel like these they, everybody hates their jobs, man. Are you kidding me? They they're, they're gonna find something wrong with this, okay? <laughs> and like Chris said, they're gonna look at this and like I don't care if I'm in Cambodia or I'm in like you know Timbuktu. This sucks, okay? I, I, yeah, I wanted to do an ice bath, but I wanted them to jump through a ring of fire before they went into the ice bath. And the fact that we can't do it, regulations, legal, all the shit that they had to run them through, they're, they're hating it. So I'm with you, man. I, I, Chris, I agree. I feel like they have dreams of what they think this show could be. But in the end, you know, just like everything in life, it's just ruined. <laughs> <laughs> it just sucks. <laughs> Oh, God, that's good. Uh, damn, Jameson, that's some shit I would say. <laughs> no. This is what happens when I have a few beers before our podcast. <laughs> oh, that was good. Look, I had some from the show, but I think I'm just going to make a holiday one here. People that call Thanksgiving Turkey Day killed it or sentenced them to death, guys. Uh, <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to, geez, I don't know. I'm going to sentence them to death. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Yes, I get it. I like having Thanksgiving turkey and all that good stuff. It's a great meal. But, you know, it's about more than just the meal. The meal is there because of the holiday. So don't disrespect the holiday like that. This isn't a holiday that's just for Black Friday or for whatever, just for you to eat turkey. Hell, you don't even have to eat fucking turkey. You can eat tofurkey or you could eat whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, it's all just to be about being uh, thankful for, for the things you have and reflecting a little bit on your year and the people around you and just, you know, being thankful for your friends and family. 
good things. So, I don't know, whatever it was, kill it. Fucking send it to the grave. That's what it was. Amen. Amen. Uh, just real quick, challenge listeners, we're going to take that snippet that Chris just said, and you can play it live for your entire family tomorrow uh, at the Thanksgiving <laughs> meal, uh, just so they, you know, realize what's important. Um, yeah, I'm going to uh, send them to death. Um, in the honor of, um, you know, the genocide holiday, I, I just think that, <laughs> uh, yeah, totally, man. Like, calling it Turkey Day, get out of here. Okay, you can, you, can uh, you know, shorten certain holidays, you know, like V-Day, whatever. But no, Thanksgiving, it's, it's an important moment. Religion doesn't matter. It's the only holiday, well, Halloween and Valentine's and... Anyways, it's the only holiday where religion doesn't matter, you know? It's, like, just about family and being thankful for, you know, just being together. And the food is whatever. It's something, a part of it. Your turkey sucks. We all know that. But that's not what it's about. You want to call it turkey day? Call it mash day. Call it, you know, stuff day, whatever. Like, doesn't, you know, I just, I'm making no sense. But what I'm trying to get to the point is, is send them to death. It's not turkey day. It's Thanksgiving. Be thankful for your family. Be thankful for your hot friends like I'm looking at right now. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's sentence them to death. The Turkey's the worst fucking part. And you're an adult. You're not a child. You don't need to call it Turkey Day. It's Thanksgiving. You know what it's called. It's not that much harder to say. And on the list of the best things about Thanksgiving... Turkey's probably last other than having to spend time with your family. So I would, uh, you know, call it um, bet on football day or uh, parade day or <laughs> just call it Thanksgiving. How's that? Exactly. Hey, uh, real quick. Can I do a real quick uh, killer set at home? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> can I do another yeah. one? Uh, going out the night before Thanksgiving. Real quick. I mean, at a certain age, killed it. For me right now, send it home. I'm, I'm the loser sitting home watching the challenge and recording a podcast. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that it's, it's amateur night, right? And, uh, amateur night. and it's a great night when you're, you know, between 18 and 24, let's say. Nailed. Yeah, I agree. I would send it home as well. I agree with that age range, Danny. I was trying to think maybe maybe up to five years out of college you know once you like you know have a, a real job and once you're off your parents health insurance yeah you're you off your out of there. health insurance that's a good way to put it yeah you're your own person whatever it is like i don't know it's fine to get together with some friends or whatever you want to do that the night before you know going out to bars and partying and stuff it's just ridiculous because we don't have the one the one year that you you know you you go one year too late and you go to the bar down the street from your high school and you're like, eh, I don't even recognize that many people anymore. It's all like younger people. And then you're too old. <laughs> yeah. That's when you're out. Never go back. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, all, I think also there's that one guy. There's always that one guy who just really isn't doing great. And <laughs> he just, oh, yeah. he just, he there just every makes you feel every year and he just oh jameson what's up you know and you're like oh man you're not doing good yeah it's like, guy who's like there every year and somehow he knows people in classes that like didn't go to school with him anymore you know like yeah. he graduated and these people are like six years younger than him and he still knows them somehow and you're like how the fuck do you even know that person like it doesn't even make sense 
He didn't even right. cross paths at all. Dude, and he brings up the same story to you, too, about something that happened. Yeah, remember in bio class when we threw that rock out the window? Oh! <laughs> it meant nothing to him, and it just, like, symbolizes that guy's entire life. Yeah. Oh, 100%. God, that was Waits funny. in that bar every day for you to come back to tell that story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Only 365 days till Chris comes back. <laughs> Time to get juicy. With Jameson's Juicy Deeds. Well, folks, hello. I hope your turkey day is much more juicy than this fucking Juicy Deeds I'm about to drop on you. It was tough out there. Um, it was dry. Dry as uh, your aunt's turkey. I'm Too many turkey jokes. Um, so <laughs> I got one... Uh, Polly, remember Polly? He's still, it's so funny. Polly hasn't been on the challenge in three years or two, three seasons, I should say, because they do two seasons a year. Um, and he just still is trying to keep himself involved. So he, he put out a, a tweet this week. He said, Josh is the male standard for competition on the challenge now. I feel bad for all the competitors who shed blood, sweat, and tears to have the challenge be considered the fifth sport. Any current male competitor okay with this isn't a real savage. Who uses the word savage? I, I'm just throwing that out in there real quick. Just okay with participation trophies and fake drama? Shrug emoji, shrug emoji. Get Paul, you stink. You just are just the worst. He's just the worst. Well, who actually feels the way that he's describing? I don't think anybody. Nobody likes Josh. I put, I put a poll up this week between Kyle and Josh. Kyle won like 91% and Kyle's not a likable person. So who, who out there is Well, like it's, it's very interesting you bring that up. And I had a feeling you would bring that up. And I looked and I listened to Banana's podcast this week. And you know what he said is, he, I think there's a discrepancy with fans of, jo of, fans or of the show who watch and then people who are on the show with Josh. Because Banana's put out a statement that he's like, leave josh alone josh is actually really great josh is we all love him he's so he's so great you know we you know we love hanging out with him he's one of my best friends and i've only been on the show with him once or twice like everyone on the show raves about josh it's very it's an interesting dynamic and so i thought that was kind of interesting and those are my two deeds so we can talk about that for a little bit <laughs> well i just want to say you know for Paulie's sake it's just like well Paulie, you're the one who's putting josh on that platform second of yeah. all you know the last people to say savages are colonialists uh <laughs> as they made much across the country yeah i don't know it's such a weird thing it's like Paulie, don't put him on a pedestal if you don't think he belongs there it's just kind of stupid uh and to banana's point you know yeah maybe josh is a nice guy on the show i don't know but i think the thing that throws everybody off about him is that he's always super fake when he gets in these fights he gets in these ridiculous emotional fights and it just feels really hammed up for the camera or something I, like i don't even know what it's about but i don't know that's like my root of like discontent for josh i am all for watching fights and i think they're entertaining when he has them but at the same time they just seem really dumb and i feel like if i were in that house i would be annoyed by that yeah i can only judge by what the show presents to me and what they're presenting to me is the most annoying person to ever be on the show, Josh. <laughs>
Now, Chris, we're going to do something a little different this week. Who are you thankful for on the challenge? Uh, you know, assuming that thankful is still an MVP. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, but proceed. It's a new segment, Chris. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to keep this quick. Uh, we talked about this person already quite a bit. It's Emmy. I mean, she won the elimination. Uh, four eliminations, four wins. TJ called her an elimination beast. I can't imagine a lot of people get that kind of, uh, you know, credit from TJ. And uh, I'm just, I'm happy for her. I'm excited to keep watching her this season. So she's uh, who I'm thankful for. Jameson. Yes. Repeat it. Retweet it. Emmy. Yeah, I'm thankful for her. Her and her crazy antics, her uh, any moment she could fucking snap. Um, I've been very thankful for it all season long. Emmy for me too. That's three. Very thankful for you, Emmy. Now, Chris, who is a total turkey? <laughs> total turkey, the worst food on the dinner table. <laughs> uh, you know, again, I'm just going to keep it pretty simple. We talked about this person as well quite a bit. It's Devin. Uh, I just, you know, the daily challenge didn't look good for him. He looked like he was really struggling there. And, you know, he's not like the other teams where he was a guy who was carrying it, the carrying this bag back and forth every time. I just, I feel like he's unfit for a final. He's being very uh, whiny. He's just whining about everything. People are onto him and his cushy game. And, you know, I have a feeling he's going to go into elimination next week and he's going to be in trouble. I mean, he really needs the green team to pull this one out. Green team. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to double it up. I'm going to retweet it. Um, I don't know why I keep going with that phrasing, but uh, Devin all the way, man. He's a big old turkey. He looks like a turkey, kind of. When you look at him, he's just a big old, you know, flabby turkey. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He just he just didn't look good tonight. He just didn't. And he's it's been leading up. It's been building up a little bit. So um, I'm giving him the Turk. Uh, he's going to make me fall asleep uh, with the what's, – what's in Turkey? What's it called? Melatonin? Tryptophan. Melatonin. Also something that helps you sleep. Um, but, yeah, Devin stinks, man. Big old turkey. Yeah, three again. Um, and as you said, Jamison, it's been a few weeks in the making. He could have been my loser any of the past few weeks. He's just uh, not a lot of fun to watch. Dishonorable mention to Big T, who was sent home twice this season. <laughs> That's tough to come by. Only Ashley is in that, that boat. Big so T far. coming back. I don't know if Big T's coming back. I, uh... Not the best season for her, but I do still like her as a person. Yeah. yeah. I, I felt bad for her that CT was, you know, kind of not cheering for her. Anyways, onward. Until next week. That's it from the Tribunal. Don't be a layup. Don't be a quitter. Eat all the turkey. You guys killed it. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving guys. You too. I hope it's great. Stuff your face.